Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hey, hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watch in movies, eat in snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to Viewing Party. What's a touch? Viewing Party. Chitting all over your tatum. Viewing party. Welcome to Viewing Party, the somber podcast where I tell you what movies you've been watching and why. I'm your host, Rob Thomas. And I'm Katie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wesley. But this is <laughs> the viewing party, I guess. We feel that that's so <laughs> Well, uh, we went out and we had a soul search uh, adventure, like I said we would. We totally reformatted the whole podcast. <laughs> we just thought we'd bequeath it to someone, but force them to use our theme songs. <laughs> you have to use our theme song and our weird terminology and rating system that you can change everything else. Certainly. TM viewing party. Well, the other flip flip it. Flip it. Podcasting is hard, you guys. Hey everybody. Hi. Here we are. Wait, the voice that you're listening to is Rob. That's my brother. Don't play that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should stop touching the touch screen. If you're listening to this podcast and about to play a video, don't <laughs> play that Can video. Can you imagine no. if you were just like on your computer and it was like, no, don't play that. Don't play that. <laughs> I'll be watching you. Uh, for this podcast, you'll need to open a new tab. <laughs> just to be safe. Giftcardsrs.com. <laughs> You could send that, those gift cards, to, um... Uh, Hashtag Lady Pot Squad, right? <laughs> yeah, just send it. Yeah, just put that on the letter and put it in the mail. I'm sure the post office will love that. Oh, those girls. The USPS <laughs> loves delivering to hashtags. <laughs> oh my gosh, what if someone out there is that ignorant? It's like mailing to Twitter addresses. Uh, computers are hard. Did you know you can send emails to trees? What? Yeah, this is the thing. What? I forget. I think it's in Australia, and there's a whole forest. They, like, set up an email address for each tree in this park because they wanted to be like, oh, if there's a problem, we need to know which tree it is. But instead, people started sending love letters to oh. the trees. Oh! <laughs> is that oh amazing? Gosh. Like, I don't know. Out I, and about in the park. Like, I guess. Tree, but, like, you just, like, walk up to it and it's, like, tree93 at, you know, whatever.com <laughs> slash dot au. And then they just were, like, started oh. getting letters of people from people about how much they love the trees. This might Good. be sappy, but... Destroying other trees. <laughs> to print out your love letter <laughs> to that tree. No! <laughs> Some of your pulp. <laughs> I'm giving it back now. <laughs> I'm sorry for what we did under you, Oak 97. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now it was a grave mistake. <laughs> a grave mistake? <laughs> <laughs> no! 
goodness. Uh, so we've made brother Rob on the podcast. Hi. Do you want to tell anybody about yourself? Rob has been on a previous episode. Which yes. Was yeah, we made you call in. Anastasia. He's our resident Russian history buff. Yes. This time you're here in person, though. I am here in person. <laughs> I'm not holding uh, my phone to the screen like last I time. don't know that we're going to get into Russian history for this particular one. I hope not. Uh, but there was some Russian included in the movie we watched. Oh, yeah? Which I thought was really great, and I read it really quick, and I said, okay, that says exactly what it said in English. That was a straight <laughs> translation. Good. I didn't hear any Russian, so I'm really, really glad that you figured that out. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you... I remember you called me about Anastasia. Yeah. Uh, after you had watched Anastasia. Can you pull over to the side of the road or something? No, I was driving the whole time. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I missed scenes. three turns, and the person riding with me was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted me to pull over so they could drive, but I was driving and on the phone, which <laughs> is not preferred. <laughs> I did that today during a conference call. Screen sharing. <laughs> Oh no. There, yeah, when we were on that conference call earlier, I was driving. I was sat in the Wendy's drive through for most of it, so that was fine. You weren't moving, that's good. Yeah, I definitely was not moving <laughs> in the drive through. It took a very long time. I was like, it is Sunday at 1 30. I didn't realize that Wendy's would be this populated. Absolutely. I was like, a sit down place, yeah, but I was like, oh, Wendy's is the place to go for a church goer in a hurry. <laughs> I uh, went to a concert in Cleveland last night. Yeah. And as we left, uh, I realized that I needed to get food very badly. Uh-oh. It had been a, it, it, it was a lot. Um, of time. Between so meals? I got there five hours early, mm-hmm. and we stood outside the venue, mm-hmm. and the wind chill was about negative three. Mm-hmm. The and the temperature, the actual temperature, dropped about ten degrees over that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of the reserves and the food that I had in me, uh, were used by the time we got in. So it was about a half hour into the concert before I felt warm enough to feel okay. Oh no. That's Uh, a big deal for Rob, everybody. (laughs) Rob. Yeah. Rob's a cold dweller. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I lived in Russia and felt great about their winter and and was kind of bummed (laughs) about how warm it was most of the time. Um... (laughs) But yeah, it was just your winters. (laughs) It was just me standing by myself. I was in the front of the line. Yeah. I was the very first person into the venue. Oh, that's good. There was no bodies around me to block any of the wind. (laughs) And it lasted, you know, it was consistent. It was a wind about twenty five miles an hour for five hours. So that that is the conditions under which I get cold. Um, Yeah, we know. I've learned. Understandable. (laughs) Well, now we know. At Rob can get cold. <laughs> but it takes a lot. He has to really want it. The concert was great. Afterward, I realized, okay, I have no energy. I have no food or anything in me and, and nothing building. So we went to Taco Bell. Um, and there were there was a line into the street and a police car at the intersection. <laughs> What? Basically managing the line to, to the Taco Bell, Bell drive-through. It was around and wow. out and down and and almost into the highway intersection. It was off of. What time did you get home? Um, that was happening about eleven thirty at night. 
Okay. 10 30, 11 30. And I got home about 1 2. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I also got home at about 2 a.m., but I wasn't standing in line. Just... <laughs> but I was driving <laughs> two hours from Cleveland yeah. after that, yeah. Yeah, Is this like no, a I regular like, recurrence at that Taco Bell? Like, I don't know. Just, just like every Saturday night, they <laughs> that, have to have a cop come out. And, oh, oh, that man. particular <laughs> concert venue is really around nothing. Oh, so it's it in the part of Cleveland that's traffic. Not, and so, as we left, there was um, there's really nothing to eat before you get onto the highway and, and get, get down the, the way uh, out of the suburb that doesn't want you there to this Taco Bell. Ever since they got those nacho fries, we've had to line out the door. <laughs> should have done this years ago. <laughs> we got ahead to make a fifth meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I got home at 2 a.m., but I was only an hour away. And that was, and I, dro- I didn't drive the hour back to Columbus, but then I drove the, like, 25 minutes back to my house at 2 a.m. and was like, boy, keeping your eyes open has never been quite so difficult <laughs> as it is at 2 a.m. driving by yourself. So I just played really loud music. I tried to play loud music that maybe would make me emotional so I would want to stay awake, but then I just wanted to cry and then my eyes <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, look at this song. Oh no, my eyes. <laughs> it's no. not helping. No. <laughs> I just gave myself a headache. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm sorry about your... Did you end up getting the Taco Bell yeah. that you wanted? Okay, yeah, good. it was great. Good. I'm glad that that... All things worked out. Good. Do you have any cool experiences from your weekend, Wesley? <laughs> I was not out until 2 a.m. last night. Surprise, no way! <laughs> she was in <laughs> until 3. <laughs> I was in the whole time. <laughs> I didn't leave my house. Um... <laughs> I only left to go buy snacks and came back, and that was it. So, yeah. What snacks? Uh, <laughs> what did you buy? I went and got brownie mix and candy and something else. And you always find the I like had like by myself girls night. It was Uh-oh. kind of Good. weird, but by myself girls night. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess by that right, I have a, I a boys couple night. by myself guys nights all the time. <laughs> It was one of those things where it was like, I went home and watched like chick flicks and I was like, this is, I should be doing this with people, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> so am I allowed to corporately plug a company that doesn't pay me anything on your podcast? Yeah, that's We fine. just say that we're not sponsored by them. Yeah, we're not. So movie pass. We are not yeah. sponsored by Movie Pass. Oh, I've saved. However, but we I have saved. We highly endorse it. So much money. That the savings of MoviePass might be considered endorsement at this point. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? About I movie? don't know. Like there was Do a segment. Like there's it? an intelligent. You... Oh, I love MoviePass, and I use it so often. Uh, basically, anytime that room my roommate isn't around, I'm out at our local theater watching movies because my roommate doesn't like movies, or rather. Doesn't like going to movies in the theater. It's not an experience they they desire. So if I'm not hanging out here, we're not doing dinner, we're not planning anything, then I'll just go. And I've gotten to see some movies I would never have seen otherwise. Uh Um, One of the best examples is um, Home Again, the the latest, 
Oh, I've heard of Reese this. Witherspoon. Oh. Uh, her new chick flick, which I watched I and I this. really appreciated it. <laughs> I really like Reese Witherspoon yeah, in the last great. several years. Like, there I were, didn't appreciate her when I was younger. She's great. There were no less than three different men vying for her attention through this chick flick. And in the end, she decides, spoilers, she decides, um, I'm just going to live with my daughter and not have a man right now. Yes. And all of those men then went to support her daughter in her, like, middle school play or poetry presentation. And it was a beautiful movie about human relationships. We should probably watch it. Wesley! I want to hug you. That makes me so happy. (laughs) I feel like... I didn't see this movie. I just want to hug you because you're also a woman. Oh, finally! Yes! Uh, so Home Again by Reese Witherspoon I saw because of Movie Pass. Uh, I nice wouldn't have pass. paid for a full admission ticket otherwise. Um, and I definitely have a big enough Netflix queue that it wouldn't have wouldn't have <laughs> popped up there for me either. Is, How long have you had Movie Pass? I've had Movie Pass since uh, the Movie Pass interview now. Well, <laughs> surprise. There was some difficulty getting my card. I will admit right. that I ordered the first week it came out. Because I knew you were, like, super early adopter. And because I was such an early adopter, I got into one of the batches that they had trouble with where uh, the fulfillment center they were using uh, had a huge backlog. And so they they decided to begin fulfilling the new orders mm. and some of the back orders. So people who had ordered after me got their card before me. Mm. Um, so that was, that was frustrating. But when I finally got my card, I've had zero issues, been able to get into everything that I wanted to with it. Uh, it covers enough in its uh, pre-built stuff that there are some times where I'll go uh, to our local film center that has a parking garage next to it, mm-hmm. and it'll cover both the ticket and the parking garage fee. Whoa, what? Nice. So, Movie Pass, highly endorsed, works great as an end user. I like being paid for my data. As they build a profile about <laughs> people who watch this movie also watch these movies and they go at these times. Because I go at super weird times, so I know I'm a data outlier. <laughs> same, same. I go to like 12 o'clock movies on my days off. At like really early movies. Uh, in fact, there have been many times where I've opened my movie pass app and been like, Oh, it's Monday night and movie theaters aren't showing anything right now. Oh, right. Like, there aren't any midnight showings on Monday. <laughs> And that's been frustrating, but should there have been one, I could have gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. I just got really good news that's totally irrelevant. A data outlier <laughs> for this podcast. And I'm just like, ah, my friend just got a really awesome award and I'm super excited. Oh, cool. So, yay! But we watched a movie together. We did. We still haven't said the name of that movie. No, we're not we there yet. We, are, <laughs> we spent 20 minutes not talking about yeah. the movie. So oh, about okay. half the podcast is not really about the movie. It's fine. We can park and wreck it, though. Yeah. Let's park and wreck. Rob just recommended a movie, so that's an awesome way to start. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything to park and wreck, Wesley? Oh, wait. You pre- you might not. Um, <laughs> what you do for your, well, what do you do for your, like, you know... Single. By myself, girls' night. Could you call it single girls' night and feel better about that title? No, <laughs> no, because it's a singular girl. Sure. The girl night. The girl night. The, yeah. Ooh, that's that's, that's nice. <laughs> We're just anyway. trying to spin it for anyway, you, Wesley. It's fine. I mean, it's 
just me it's hanging out by myself. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I watched. Well, you had your cat. That's yeah. not She's... totally alone. Jeez. I have a cat too. I don't mean to movie shame this night. (laughs) I watched Ever After. Ooh. Which I hadn't seen in a long time. And what's the other one? Notting Hill. Oh, fun. So two like 90s rom-coms on like weird ends of the spectrum. I'm trying to remember Ever After. Drew Barrymore, Cinderella. Right. With Da Vinci. I can I cannot. I Okay. Okay, so I was a late adopter to Ever After. Um, <laughs> it changed when did it, it come to mind? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, that came out around the same time that I I didn't watch Ever After till I was thirteen. So I was too old to, like, appreciate it, I mm-hmm. think, because I didn't watch it when I was seven, and I was like, oh, a fairy tale. I watched it and was like, why are penises prominent in these costumes? <laughs> like, everyone's got a giant cod piece. And I, I remember so... this and watched it yesterday. <laughs> what? I don't know. Every dude's costume was just like a, just a, just a bag in front. And I was like, I don't... I can't even, and I hated that, and that just distracted me enough that I was like, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> I just didn't want to watch it, and I didn't like Drew Barrymore, and I was just like, mm. so I was really, like, not a fan of any of it. Maybe if I watched it as an adult, but knowing me, I probably would still be like, nope, all I see are just, like, a weird, <laughs> it was oddly prominent. Like, every other movie I've seen from that time period has been, like, just, you know, dudes in tights. Like, plaid tights. Like, that musical that we watched. Brigadoon that came Brigadoon. out 40 years before this That was movie. fine, but it was that kind of time period. And I was like, yeah, no, not even distracted at all. Except that they're just wearing plaid leggings. That was the most distracting <laughs> thing. But this, I just, there's, the costuming was so bad that I was like, I can't look at it. It was really awful for me at 13, I guess. <laughs> it was like a whole... I was watching it with a seven-year-old, like, in the seven-year-old's bedroom, and I was just like, you like this movie? You're not... Okay. <laughs> I was like, why did little girls... I just... It was a mess. It was just a huge mess for me. I didn't... I think it was just at that ripe age of like, huh? What? What? <laughs> this is very out there in the open. So I'm not a huge fan of Ever After. I also just don't think I liked the story and the way that they told it. I'm pretty sure that had something to do with it. Probably. Oh, 13 was also my really negative, like, everything sucks phase. And, like, why everything's terrible. And why do I have to wear colors on Easter? Like, that phase. Like, why should I wear a dress? I can wear pants. I'm a girl. Like, that thing was happening. So I think anything that was remotely girly was like, ew. No. Was I don't understand feminism. <laughs> so, <clears throat> that was rough. But I'm glad that you like it. Like, I am glad that people have a fond memory of it. I don't have any fond memories I of forgot it. that Angelica Houston plays her stepmother. That's all I can remember about so That's great. And then, um, I forget the name of the actress, but she, it's Melanie something... She's in Sweet Home Alabama and plays, like, the friend. Sweet Home Alabama. She's, like, the side, one of the stepsisters in this movie who's, like, not mean to her. Hmm. She's a good character. But, anyway. Well, that's exciting. I watched, uh, my Park and Rec is very, very simple. I finished House of Cards. 
Whew. Oh my lord, it was, ugh, it was everything. It was everything. Ugh. House of Cards. Dude, Claire's president, and did I tell you about how it ended it all? Have I told you this? No, I'm just gonna I think you gave a recap last time, or where you were. Essentially, you were like two episodes away or something. Yeah, I was like two episodes away last week. Spoiler for the ending of this last season. Her husband, Francis, she has asked to move out of the White House for publicity reasons to like separate her camp, like her presidency from his for show. And at the end of the season, he's trying to call her and she hangs up the phone and just looks at the camera and goes, my turn. And I was like, oh, what? (laughs) He's gone. He's gone. Which is like also the greatest way to write out that character anyways, because he's gone. Kevin Spacey is gone. So, uh, that was incredible. And I also started watching Nailed It, which is on the other end of the drama spectrum. <laughs> yes. Um, and the drama is not really that dramatic. Uh, have you watched it at all? No. So, you know how in every... So it's a cooking competition show. It's a baking thing where they have to remake desserts. They bring amateur bakers in and they try to remake these, like, master creative bakers beautiful cakes and cake pops and different desserts and things and they fail really bad because they're really bad but their cake but apparently their cake is like overall like the stuff tastes good but it looks terrible it's not quite the great british bake-off the host is really funny though and in every game show there's always like if you win a one of the competitions then you get an advantage in the next competition Mm -hmm. one of the advantages you can win is having the host annoy your teammates for three straight minutes (laughs) so she just wanders around and is like in their way and is like oh what are you doing what's going on just like wanders over and annoys them i was like this is a game show i would make up apparently it's uh it's like a you it was like a youtube show or something first and now netflix picked it up and made it a whole production of things and it's fun it's a nice reminder that other people are also terrible at doing things in the kitchen, but it also sucks because as ugly as these desserts are and as much of a fail they are, they're still better than what I would do. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not, again, like we talked about in another episode, I am not supposed to have a kitchen. <laughs> I am, they are not for me. I want to have one We for did have that discussion. A nice kitchen, I think, is just a... Uh, like a social point of like oh wow I must be very successful because I have this perfect kitchen but I'm like it would stay very clean because I wouldn't do anything (laughs) that is my kitchen method I've got a really great kitchen yeah uh in which I make the couple things that I eat yeah sandwiches and I clean up after (laughs) all of those things yeah and I don't explore no. Or try anything I've never done no. before. No. I you guys are like the kitchen. opposite of me in kitchens. No. <laughs> I'm I like, I have a tiny apartment kitchen and I'm going to make pie. <laughs> when I think about your kitchen, though, sometimes I think about pickles because I remember your mom's story about oh, pickles. Yeah. We keep bringing Which up reminds, a pickle story. I know. that It's so funny. Last night, a friend was eating a pickle and came over and like he had half the pickle in his mouth and was trying to talk to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> And then he tried to, like, poke me in the face with the pickle. What? And While it was I, in his mouth? Yeah, he, like, had it. And then he was trying to poke me. And I was like, no. So, so then I, pretend- I want to make sure that I have the visual correct. <laughs> yes, you do. So, a man is sitting across from you. Standing. The man is standing. Yes. With half a pickle in his mouth. He's trying to say something. And I was like, huh? And he begins to try to poke you. Yes. Think like a chicken. his face. With a pickle. <laughs> 
the yeah, most like, ridiculous. Like, Using the I protruding think? pickle. So then I pretend that I was gonna bite it, and then I realized it that... sounds like. You know, like when you were in youth group and they're like, "Let's yeah. play some cool get to know you games." And they're all awful. Yeah, yeah. like Let's that's what it know- sounds yeah, like. Yeah, kind of. But it was like between a friend. So then I pretended to bite someone the you already knew. Yes. Not a stranger. No, it was someone I already knew. And so <laughs> then I realized I think I'd rather have a stranger trying to put me with a fake pickle. bite that I don't like pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Why am I trying to bite this?" So then he got most of the pickle in his mouth. And then it leaned in for, like, a front kiss, so I, like, kissed the tip of the pickle, and then was like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> and then, like, someone else is trying to talk in a microphone, and I'm just like, <laughs> back, because I was like, I taste pickle now. What Why did, did I expect? do all of this thing? I was like, I love you. Oak, oak, oh, 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 a pickle. And that is what uh, happened so, to me last night. Okay. To get that's this straight. That's how I imagine. You kissed the tip. <laughs> Of the pickle nub. <laughs> Out of my friend James's mouth. Aww. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> I can honestly say, I never expected to be in and have never been in such a situation. <laughs> I, find myself, I find myself in situations oddly like this where I'm like, I'm just flirting with my friends. And then I'm like, this is kind of a weird place where now I have pickle juice in my mouth. <laughs> stands for Wesley's World. (laughs) Surprise. Whoa. Oh, well, you got to watch the show then, because, like, that's going to make way more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You're Sir Anthony Hopkins in disguise. (laughs) Yes. Ah! And we are everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. 
So we watched today the 1973 version of Westworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it written and directed by Michael yep. Crichton? Yes. We originally were like, oh, it's a it's a TV show based on a movie, based on a book, but that turns out to not be true. Yeah, it turns out the book is actually just a like novelization of the script kind of thing. Yeah. Which... Which he actually, so there's a ton of information on his website about this movie, fascinatingly, but he admits that it would make a bad novel (laughs) because of the way it's structured. Yes. And he's like, so he says, um, it's a lot cleaner as a movie because it's a movie about people acting out movie fantasies. As a result, the film is intentionally structured around old movie cliche situations, the shootout, sword fights, whatever. Mm -hmm. And they've... And we very much tried to play on an audience's vague memory of having seen it before and wondering what it would be like to be an actor in an old movie. Oh. Isn't that fascinating? They did so a good cool. job. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, this is an Errol Flynn movie I've seen before. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's not. It was also a Mel Brooks movie I've seen before. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been here many times. And ironically, they put Yul Brenner not in, like, the Roman times, but... No. Right. <laughs> In Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that was. It's not really a book because it wouldn't have worked because it's a uh, though. If you movies. wish to purchase <laughs> the Michael Crichton screenplay adaption book form, uh, there are copies that go for about three hundred dollars. Uh, they'll one, sometimes become available. There's one at the Often Ohio State Library. The Ohio State Library has yeah. a copy. Yeah. Like, to buy or to... To borrow. borrow. There's a couple, like, college libraries that have them. If you go to college. (laughs) In a college that shares books with the colleges that have them. You could, after much waiting, get a copy. And if you never return that copy... It's like five cents a day or something. I have no and, idea. Um, until I... they eventually just charge you for the price of the book. Normally, <laughs> not the price of the book, market value. I was going to say. You no, can resell like... the book for enough to pay off those fines. <laughs> and then the libraries won't have any copies. <laughs> this is how you game <laughs> the Michael Crichton Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, not like they just let you read things for free. Otherwise. You're going to charge me, what, $25 here? <laughs> If you want to get one over on the library, <laughs> I still, uh, I owe the library a lot of money, actually. They're on my list of, fun fact, I paid off like $1,200 in debt this week. Nice. Super excited about it. And then I was like, why is the library the most embarrassing one oh. that I need to, that I've avoided the longest? No. I'm like, I gotta pay this, I gotta pay this. The Columbus Metropolitan Library has been forgiving debt. What? Do I have to sit and wait? And, <laughs> as of their new policy... You don't incru- incru- accrue fines for late books anymore. They've taken that out of their system. So then what's your, like, what do you, what's the Just point? bring the book back, okay? Oh, well, what's my consequence, though? I need to be punished. Clearly, the <laughs> punishment's not working. You still owe them. No, I still have the manatee books. <laughs> and that downloaded John Mayer album from high school. Just give them back. Just give them back. <laughs> Solved this so long ago. I could have solved it so long ago. <laughs> Starting at square one, guys. Here's your book. That was sorry. The... <laughs> Just like a note. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I also apologize 
apologize to Tree 93 for the paper that I wasted. Some of the library branches have drive-through pickup. So if you reserve books from the library, you can go. You That's don't cool. even have to leave your car. And they will hand you the books. Hmm. Then you can drive back and hand them back the books. I don't know uh, in the same uh, In the same way that you would hand back misshapen fries at McDonald's. <sighs> I was going to say, like, video return, but I guess that's... Video, yeah. <laughs> I guess not. Same way you bring your Blu-rays back. The Blueberries. <laughs> We're not sponsored by Blueberry. I, no. There was a person who tried to use the uh, grocery store drive-up pharmacy <laughs> to return things to the grocer. Oh, that's cute. It didn't... Was it, it you? Didn't. It was not me. I wasn't now. there. Was it someone we knew? I would have told him just to walk in. <laughs> this is silly. <laughs> they can't help you. They tried, though. That's really funny. <laughs> um, so Westworld. So Westworld. Rob, do you want to recap the plot of the movie? Yes. Because there's no way we can recap the plot of the show in an episode. <laughs> so, uh, in the movie, it begins with uh, a very, what was on our screen, very small. Yeah, we like, were very confused at Record first. of a TV ad. Yeah. So it's a man with a microphone asking people from the 70s about their experience coming out of uh, Westworld. And in Westworld, there are a couple other worlds as well. Delos is the name of yes. the, like... Company that runs Park company? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that carries through into the HBO show as well. Um, they, uh, we watched it on Blu-ray <laughs> on a 65-inch television. <laughs> but this TV ad only took up like 30 of those 65 inches. So, so less we than, really... like less than half of the screen was being used. <laughs> the rest of it was all black and we thought, oh, I thought, oh no, I'm getting the full resolution of this film, but just tiny. <laughs> I was like, just... wow, this is the same size as Wesley's TV screen that we could have used. After that <laughs> sort of ad, and, and, and you can kind of think like Willy Wonka, where they were doing the TV interviews with the long, weird microphone. and, and people, Yeah. You know, uh, it had a lot of that feel. Finally, Beauregard. That's that guy's voice. <laughs> and it moved into the actual film, which was, uh, it took up the whole screen, and it was in great definition, and mm -hmm. it looked really good. Did it? Until. I mean, it's the 70s, yeah. so it I looked like as good as it was going I'm to I'm just look. thinking about robot eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even, we're not even in the park yet. No, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, there are two guys on a hovercraft, because they have hovercraft, talking about one of them had been there before, one of them are going in. They get into the park. We had a mustache and a, uh, mm -hmm. and the other guy looked like, who's the guy who plays American Psycho? Christian Bale. Yeah. He looked like, like a, Christian Bale. He looked like Christian Bale's dad. <laughs> Christian Bale's dad with a little bit of Harrison Ford in him. Yeah. And a guy who looked like a mustached Adam Scott. So we had, <laughs> in real life though, it was Chris Kattan's dad. Yes. And Josh Brolin's dad. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> Their actual dads were in the movie. So Chris Kattan's dad and Josh Brolin's dad are in Westworld. Yep. We'll yep. set that up for everybody. Yeah, there you go. Go Google them. It's remarkable. Um, so they get in, they dress up for the ancient West in the 1880s, and they go into the park. And the way in the film, 
you can tell whether somebody is a, quote, robot or not, is their hands aren't quite right. So the joints of their hands have sort of bubbles on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie is exceptional at not letting you see people's palms mm-hmm. until they want you to see their palms. So the yeah. way to go, Michael Crichton, for not making any slips. We're like... He did. Oh. There were a couple moments where I was like, eh, I see her hands and those are normal looking. Uh, like the girl at the end in the prison cell. I was like, I see your hand. You look normal, girlfriend. That was the only slip up. And it was at the very end when I'm sure they were like, we're out of time. Considering, yeah. That's the other fun fact about this we're movie. We're out of time. They told, the MGM agreed to let Michael Crichton do this movie if he could make it for $1.3 million mm-hmm. and he had 30 days to do it. Uh-huh. So. So we did. <laughs> he did. Now we have Westworld. <laughs> it is the first movie to use uh, computer graphics or com- CGI at all mm-hmm. in it. So Which wild. took up a lot of his budget. Yeah, so much, I'm sure. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. That's why he didn't have the budget to label any of the buttons in the, <laughs> in the like, command central. Because <laughs> they built it and filmed it in two days. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, we don't have time to label these buttons. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, crazy. That would have been like, label, label, label. Yeah. <laughs> also, the resolution that they watched with originally probably wouldn't have made it clear that there weren't. Labels on the buttons. On the buttons. Um, So yeah, the computer graphics would show up there. Anytime that you saw through a robot's eyes Mm -hmm. uh, would be this pixelated view of the film. And it was pretty (laughs) remarkable. It was like um, pre-Lemmings quality pixelation. I said, okay, maybe, mm, okay, I'm going to say this, and then I'm also realizing as I'm saying this, I might be the only person in the room who ever did this, but the TVs we had as a kid, did anyone else get their face close enough to the screen that they could see all the pixels? (laughs) (laughs) Because I did, and I was like, boy, I've seen this before. I was like, this is what it looked like when I got real, real close. It reminded me of that one art project we all did in design school. Oh, yes. That, like... You basically had to take a black and white photo and like convert Grid it, it out, to grids yeah. like that oh, without okay. using a computer. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I have that somewhere. But like, not even as clear as that. It was just I right. said it looked like King's Quest, but it was worse than King's Quest. It was basically like I said it looked like if like someone filmed the scene and then put it on an old TV, mm-hmm. and then filmed that TV screen really, really close, is yeah. kind of what yeah. it looked like. Just, like, the little... The pixels were really big. Yeah, just yeah. big, fat pixels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was the robot's eyes and them seeing, and uh, the robots had apparently really good visual acuity through that. I guess. Um even though it looked worse than our vision, they were able to track and, and hunt. And um, Spoiler, the robots turn on the people. <laughs> no way. Uh, and they don't know why. They yeah. never do tell us why, which no. I think is good on Michael Crichton's part in that uh, anytime you're going to build suspense or anytime you're going to tell a story that has an element of fear... Leaving some unexplained portion of that fear mm-hmm. makes it a much better space. Yes. Um, and I won't dive into critique of modern horror, but 
don't explain everything. Mm-hmm. It'll That's make it much scarier. scarier. Yeah. That's why I loved Paranormal Activity. I was like, I never saw the thing I was scared of. You never see the thing that's mm-hmm. scary. And that was my favorite part about it. Yep. I was like, I don't have a visual for what was scary. If I could see it, then I could figure it out. Mm-hmm. But don't go the other it, way. Don't explain nothing. No. 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 <laughs> Give it rules. Just nothing. Nothing at all. Everything's scary. Now, uh. I, now, I also watched Amish Witches of Holmes County, and it didn't really explain much, and it was terrible. I brought that up to my friends who are from Holmes County, and they've all left the Amish community. I was like, you know, I saw this really scary movie once, and this is what it was, and then this is what it was about. It seemed really inaccurate, and they were like, no, it's all real, and then they were chasing <laughs> me through the woods. That was what I did last night. Boy, I had a lot of weird experiences. Wow. We were walking back to was our cars in the dark. Was this pre or We were walking back to our cars in the dark from the cabin, and I was like, hey, I saw this. What do you guys think? And they're like, it's real. It's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like three men were chasing me through a parking lot. I mean, that's I what like, oh. I would do if someone like asked me if a yeah, All like, of them okay. pickles in their mouths. <laughs> hey, guys, you grew up Amish. How do you feel about that? And they were like, oh, it's all real. <laughs> Anyways, I, <laughs> I digress. Westworld. <laughs> It's way more interesting than Amish. Yeah, so uh, you've got the two guys who show up, and then you've also got this third guy who shows up. (laughs) What is that actor? And while I wanted to be famous actor's dad, Chris Catan, either of them, I would have settled for either of them. Can we call them like Catan and Brolin Senior? Sure. Okay. So I wanted to be them, and I thought, man, I'd love to be like super cool when I got into Westworld. And then they showed (laughs) this other guy with his big glasses and I knew that I was just the other guy (laughs) who wasn't leading any stories. No. Who was really following along. Was really excited to be there. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was Dick Van Patten. (laughs) That's all. That name means nothing I have no idea who that is. He... (laughs) I'll hold on. We're you know, here. Vince Van no, no, Patten's no. dead. <laughs> no, no, Dick Van Patten, this is why it felt Mel Brooksy. He was in Spaceballs, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, okay. He was in, oh, he's been on Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> he was on that 70s show in Arrested Development. Like, he's a, and Seventh Heaven, he's a comedic actor. The Santa Trap. is not like the other. So. Yes, oh, wow. Yes, so he, so of course, they're like, we'll bring a Dick Van Patten, and he'll be like this goofy other guy. <laughs> Which there. he was, and he did was that great. very well. Mm-hmm. And I realized, no, Rob, in Westworld, you're going to be just this goofy guy who, he becomes sheriff at one point. He does point. become sheriff. Uh, but then he stumbles back into the sheriff's <laughs> office and you really don't see him much again. Yeah. He kind of fails at a bar fight real bad. Um, <laughs> the, my fa- the best line about him was just you hear someone on the computer, yes, he can be the sheriff whenever he wants. Just give him the badge. And then Dick Van Patten walks out of the sheriff's office like, I'm the new law in town. <laughs> like, can you handle it? He's like, you want to test me? They're all like, Quiet, Probably and we shouldn't. can't get back in because <laughs> the doorknob is stuck. And we're that's like, yep, that's, that's me. It. I'm kind of he shoots his own mirror trying to play, <laughs> trying to spin his gun around. Draw. <laughs> He's great. He just shows up to lighten the mood a little yeah. bit. Uh, I never some, really see what happens. Something goes wrong with the computer. 
and the technology is more advanced than the people who are working with the technology can handle, mm -hmm. which is a theme that carries over into the HBO show pretty, pretty fantastically. Um, and I think at one point they say that the, part of the programming was built by other things, so it's computers built, building computers, and we don't really know how it works. Yes. Katie just pulled up a screen <laughs> cap from the love scene the that takes love place, scene. which in the 70s... Was a lot of, like, necking. <laughs> there, was, there was no nudity. They did roll... Uh, there was a lot of back nudity. They rolled to yeah. the right side of the bed and necked. They rolled back to the left side of the bed and necked. Back to the right side of the bed. And then her eyes sort of flashed. They got real bright. And when they woke up, he was back on the left side. <laughs> um, so there was... Even Dick Van Patten found <laughs> Even love he got in some. Westworld. He found love. <laughs> um, but it was uh, it, it was exceptionally creepy <laughs> because they made the robot unemotive during the whole process. Mm -hmm. yes. um, and so they really emphasized like, you're going for this experience, but it is a robot. Yeah. And it's going to be a robot the whole way through. And the HBO show really pulls, uh, because it's HBO, a lot of sexuality into it and says, you don't know if it's a robot. <laughs> because sometimes guests hook up with other guests. Mm -hmm. And they don't know that they're with other guests. <laughs> or sometimes it's a host, which is a robot. And, sometimes it, and so there's so much... Mm -hmm. uh, interplay with that that HBO explores that, you know, within 30 days you can't really <laughs> right. make yep. happen. There's not a lot of nuance in 30 days of filming. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not. <laughs> much <laughs> like all love scenes in the 70s, it had a soundtrack. So the janky <laughs> piano was, was playing underneath. There was yes. also a, like, bank robbery a happening bank robbery, outside. A so there was, was music happening. and there was like pew pew. We're a lot of gunshots. <laughs> very generic gunshots <laughs> happening through the whole thing. Knowing that this movie had a really low budget uh, makes the whole none of the rooms had like real ceilings. Right. Like they didn't have an end. Mm -hmm. Right. It just sort of continues everywhere. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. They also pulled that into the TV show. As you watch the TV show, the rooms where they're working on people, you never see a ceiling. It's mm -hmm. just black up mm -hmm. top. Yeah. yeah. And it's been something that is always really eerie when I'm watching the show because I'm like, oh, does the glass go all the way up? Does it end? Is it open ceiling? Is it mm -hmm. closed? Like, you never know. They don't right. ever show that. Yeah. So it makes it real freaky mm -hmm. in the room so where they're it, working it, on It's robot. really an it's other good. dimension kind of building space. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, we, after watching the movie Westworld, mm -hmm. watched the pilot episode together mm -hmm. of the HBO series Westworld. Wesley had never seen it before. I had not. Now you have. Uh, one of the robots in the movie, Ewell Brenner's character, the man in black, um, continues to uh, hound these two men um, day after day. They keep killing him until one of the issues go, or one of the things goes wrong, whatever goes wrong with the robots, and he goes on a rampage killing the, the well... All of the robots go on a rampage, but he goes on a particular rampage against our main protagonist, and they have a chase scene through 
the repair section and, and the maintenance section and mm-hmm. all the other robots. Uh, Yul Brenner gets acid thrown on his face, mm-hmm. which just steams a lot um, <laughs> until he slowly washes that out. He gets set on fire and he burns so much. <laughs> So much screen time of him burning. It was a lot. Oh my gosh. And then... I've never seen a man that on fire in a movie. Right. Maybe their budget was so low that they were like, oh, well, okay. So much fire. control it. So much fire. (laughs) His nice cowboy hat also on fire. Uh, Really good flame silhouettes. But he was on fire for maybe what felt like a minute, what was probably actually 25 seconds. Yeah. Of a man on fire on screen, which is a lot. It was a, a very long Because they cut away from him to see the, the reaction of the protagonist. I'm like, okay, it's done. No. We go back. <laughs> we are so far from done. Uh, there is some insinuation of some BDSM behavior as they get into the... There's Roman world, West world, and... Um, medieval world. Medieval world. And when they're in medieval world, uh, they go into the dungeon and there's a woman asking for help and he sort of looses her from these bonds because um, she's sort of shackled and you discover later that she was a robot who was in there. Um, so hinting at things that they wouldn't explicitly say in the 70s mm-hmm. uh, in mainstream film, but. Those things are explored in the HBO series. I am not <laughs> they surprised. Just let you know everything. You're like, back in HBO world. <laughs> we think people are going to act like this if they have ultimate freedom. And I don't think they're wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at all the artwork from the movie that's available online. And there's so much Yule Brenner artwork as if... He is the main character. He was pro- definitely the most well-known character. Yes. Yeah. Absol- like, well, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but it's also this, like, it almost, it set it up almost in a way that I was like, boy, I'm going to, like, spend a whole lot of time getting to know this character. And then I was like, oh, no. He's just clingy ex-boyfriend. <laughs> just hunt you down. He did an exceptional yeah. job oh. being a robot, though. Yes. Like, it was <gasps> eerie. A little bit. Ew, a little? No. Yeah, nightmares. I zipped up, I put my hood on and zipped my sweater all the way up when he showed up on screen. I was like, no, 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 no! So I had seen the HBO series uh, in the beginning, and in yeah. the pilot, they let you know that the man in black in that series is a guest. Yes. Is not a robot. So when Yul Brenner was doing his, uh, mm-hmm. he, his introduction, and he's moving robotically, I was like, oh, shoot. They're going to try to kill... I thought he was a guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see. Oh, no. And then they actually killed him, and I turned to Katie. I'm like, that is not at all <laughs> no. how I thought that was going to go Especially down. Especially because Yul Brenner's... Every time he gets... His robot self gets killed, it's super slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. And dramatic, and it's got his own theme music of him dying. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, every time you're like, wow, I this is taking a while wow this is really big and at first i was like is this in slow motion because this is a big moment for chris Kattan senior <laughs> like because it's like a huge moment for this for this character who's mm-hmm. like i just killed someone for the first time mm-hmm. but then i was like maybe it's a big moment because we're really supposed to focus on yule brenner yeah we are really and it's supposed like, to 
this is, but it's just like, look at him die. How many times? Watch this guy die so now, many he's times. Also, <laughs> he's also the first person we see die. Yes. We don't see anyone die before him. Right. So we, we see their blood, uh, what they used for blood the first time with him. <laughs> you mean that, that red paint? paint? Which is very bright. It's just like, the, it's like finger craft paint. Like, yeah, like, like they, they went to the Hobby Lobby. Like, the kind um, that's chalky until you put water with the, <laughs> that paint. Oh, paint. Yeah, people will totally believe this is blood. Well, we didn't have to believe it was blood. We had to believe it was robot blood. It was robot blood if I've ever seen Well, the same blood happened blood. when they eventually killed actual people. The same blood was there, so... In one of the scenes, it was a little better. Like, it was... Mm. I could tell there was a difference... Okay. ...between whatever they used. Huh. Maybe they were like, oh, we still have budget to use, <laughs> and they mix something else with it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and then the pilot sets up uh, the world of the new West world. And I like that they referenced, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with any update, there could be critical failure. We haven't had critical failure in over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so there's out. a little moment there where you're like, oh, yeah. same this universe. is the same park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they've taken away medieval world and Roman world. <laughs> Have they? That we know of. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because in the TV show, they start hinting at all this other stuff that used to exist, and I'm like, oh no, oh god, where are we taking it? It's mm-hmm. so good, Wesley. You gotta watch it. Just saying. Oh, you gotta watch it nine times. <laughs> no. All of it to make sense. <laughs> so this is this was the third time that I'd seen that pilot, um, and there were pieces that I were picking was picking up. Not a lot mm-hmm. that I was picking up. I'm. I hadn't put together that they were doing this that early. Yeah. Uh, and things that they really do stick to and, and keep detail. So at least the series is worth a rewatch mm-hmm. after you've got sort of the highlights of the plot mm-hmm. um, and sort of where it ends to go back through and see them doing that setup and the things that they're pointing to and, and hinting at. Um, I don't know that it stands up a full third time through, but <laughs> definitely it definitely, twice. definitely holds twice. For show. So having watched the HBO series. Yes. I feel like, because it's got way more time to explore yes. things. So much clearly. more time. And um, budget. Yeah, definitely. Do they go the direction of why the guests choose to be there as opposed to focusing on what's going wrong with the robots. A little bit. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel um, like that would a be a fascinating Well, especially... So the, aspect. So in the movie, the two main characters, like the friends who come to the park, we have sort of similar, like, two friends... Well... Anyway, yeah. Friends. People who know each other yeah. who come to the park together. And I think that... Not that it's the main focus of that exploration is like, why did you come to this park? But they really begin to explore, like, what type of person are you in your everyday life versus what type of person you are inside the park and mm-hmm. what type of person you would become after making all of those new choices in this environment. Yeah. And, like, so the people that you meet in the beginning are not the people yeah. that you end the season with. Like, yeah. they are because they've made so many different choices. So not just the hosts made. grow 
as characters. The hosts grow as characters. But the guests that have come in are completely different as they leave. Totally. Like, not. The, like, you're not watching. Like, we're going to go into season two here. Is it next month? Is it April that it starts? Yeah. yeah. We're it'll, going into season two. It'll be the two. week after this episode. So next out. week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you have a week to catch up. <laughs> so good luck, guys. We're going into season two almost having brand new characters because mm-hmm. they've grown in a totally different way that you're just like even in the last episode characters are evolving and having major development points which is why i didn't know that it was about to end because i I didn't count i made the mistake of not counting the episodes (laughs) beforehand so i'm just watching through watching through watching through i get to the last one and there's not another one (laughs) and i'm like this was an amazing setup for the end of the end no. of the season. <laughs> it's climactic. It is a great finale. Whew. But it leaves you saying, wait, wait a second. There is no resolution in the universe. At all. There's resolution for like these couple storylines, but there's a bigger story that you just hinted at, and I want to know what... Yeah, no, there's like... You get, like, a hint of, like, a much bigger story, and then, like, at the end, they're like, oh, JK, bigger story, and you're like, what? Yeah, because I think <sighs> it'd be fascinating to know, like, from an even, like, far back, bigger perspective, like, yeah. what's, and they, they, what's and going on with humanity? they not take it to a place where, like, Lost did, that yeah. was like, I'm just kidding, it's another but dimension, like, sorry. I'm just, I'd be fascinated <laughs> to hear the story of, like, what happened to humanity that we have become the type of people who right. just, like... I'm going to take two weeks and be a whole different person in a whole other world. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And just see how that goes. I mean, people take two weeks to go to Disneyland. Right. They're completely different people in Disneyland. It's a small world right. after all. And there are animatronics there. But. Who count as robots. <laughs> you know, they got like a but fake like, Johnny Depp popping up out of a bucket. <laughs> like, anything's possible. That was a really realistic, real Johnny Depp. <laughs> a whole other person and like have a whole other storyline and right. like murder people at Disney World at least that's not my understanding <laughs> you don't have to murder people at Disney World <laughs> well you don't have to <laughs> but, and you don't have to I in mean, Westworld I know either. they have Disney jail so yeah like uh it's very similar in my understanding like the character that I would be in Westworld <laughs> instead <laughs> somebody else kills the sheriff so you just become the sheriff yeah. alright this makes sense to me so, another question, not as deep as that one. If you were in 70s Westworld, which, and you were going on, vac- taking the vacation, right? which world would you go to? Would you go to medieval world, Roman world, or Westworld? I would say not Westworld, because I don't like scorpions and snakes <laughs> and bears and guns and stuff. I would go to Roman world. Any particular reason? They didn't showing up Roman world for me. They just set it up as like, it's a sexy place, <laughs> and did. like left it alone. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'd be like, you but know they what? also said they. I've never it been to a sexy place. <laughs> now here's the deal. I would, uh, I would be the person to call Delos and be like, could you tell me when in the storyline like the volcano erupts in Pompeii? Because I want to be around <laughs> for that. That's what I would. <laughs> That's what I'm I would. Not sure I'd be want that to be weird. around for that. No, but I would because I'd be like, "When else am I going to experience this and make it out alive?" <laughs> Supposedly, 
I'm assuming no robots malfunction and like everyone dies at their computer desk because they don't. Right, you want to go in the 30 years between the right. movie yeah. and the series. Yeah, I want to go in that go to 30 Westworld. years when everything's fine. And I'm like, does the volcano erupt? I want to be around for this nonsense. That's funny. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like. You would go to Roman world. Why? I would go to Roman world. I know. The West were, I mean, I don't like the Old West. No. It's uncomfortable. It's hot. No. Yeah. I don't want to be hot. Mm-hmm. I'd have to wear corsets and stuff and like... Medieval world in the 70s, I just... <laughs> I don't really feel <laughs> like we knew what was going on in the medieval world in the 70s. No, I think so we, we had missed very, it a lot. We, we, we had a history. We had all of the facts and none of the details. Only if it was, like, maybe a Monty Python version of, like, <laughs> medieval world, then maybe I'd show up. But in Roman world, I'm like, you know what? I think that we have enough information and enough space on this that this would be a really fun time. In the, you, you can do a lot of political intrigue. You can do a lot of traveling. You can have all the experiences. Fresh wine. Wait. You're not supposed to drink fresh wine. They right? also, <laughs> unlike the medieval world and West world, there's running water. Oh yeah. In true. Roman world. Mm. I love water. Yeah, you just like hang the out robots the water. don't love water. Spoiler, but yeah, I I would I would go to Roman world for the trying trying to figure out the experience. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think I'd, I think that would be the one that I'd do. Because I don't like... The idea of the West just, just feels a little played out. Yeah. Even watching the show Westworld, I've asked myself so many times, like, what would I do? What would I do here? And I'm like, I don't think I'd have a great time. Because mm-hmm. there's dirt, and it's hot, and there's no running water, and all I have is whiskey, and <laughs> dudes with guns everywhere. Yeah. And I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just felt a little... Well, they all seemed kind of rapey, but, you know... <laughs> Maybe none of them True. are for me. <laughs> the the Westworld worlds are very rapey. So rapey. It's really like unnerving. And HBO points it out and throws it at you and says, "This is what people would do." Are you way. rapey or not? Because we know you are. Mm-hmm. We know you are. So we're not gonna hide that nonsense. You sicko. Well, they don't say <laughs> you sicko. <laughs> no, no. There's I not do. judgment. There's like we know you are. And then they leave it, and you pay them to leave it alone. I'm still struggling with Westworld, man. Westworld, just, <laughs> Westworld but the show brings up so much, yeah. though. Yeah. That you're like, whoa. If you actually take the time to explore yourself while watching the show, it's like, whoa. What on earth would I do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Afterward, you should probably um, go somewhere public. Yeah. Somewhere a little happy. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maybe not with a lot of screens, so no. I don't know where this is, No, but like uh, a water park or something <laughs> where you're just like, okay, people are normal. Oh, yeah. Go down to the Sayona Mile when those water fountains are on and all the kids are playing and having a nice time and you're like, everything's fine. Don't the stare at okay. the children. Nope. I've done that. Do not interact with the families. Just go and be like, I'm in a good place right now. I'll get a corn dog or something, yeah. and we'll just we'll be okay. It's gonna be. Fun. We'll go to the food truck festival and have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I recommend after watching Westworld. Is 
go, go outside don't. with people. This is not a <laughs> now I'm alone with my cat kind of film. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Lordy, no. No. The movie's fine. You can do that. Yeah, the Where movie would, is fine. Yeah. Where would you go? Probably Rowan World 2. I would, like, get like, a good tan. I, just, I feel like the Romans, like, yeah, they they seemed the least violent of the three. Overall. Amazingly. Right? Like, amazingly. <laughs> but, yeah. like, the whole point of medieval times is jousting. Right. And the whole point of Western, of Westworld is, like, shootouts. The whole point of Roman world is, like, laying on couches and eating grapes. Yeah. And that sounds really nice. <laughs> Like, so I love like, grapes and like, couches. If I were going on a vacation, like, I, I don't want to go to the Old West. So, or I also like, love one-shoulder dresses. Like, a cold castle. Like, yeah. no. Nah. I want to go to Italy. Guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the tiny interview that we watched at the beginning, uh, one of the people was coming from Roman oh, world. Oh, Janet. Oh, wait a minute. Janet. It was I a woman. I remember her name. Janet. And he said, what really stood out to you about Roman world? And she said, oh, it must be the men. <laughs> and made eye contact with the camera. <laughs> so, so Roman I just world. Feel... And she was just she was glowing. <laughs> Something about glowing. She's like, I'm just glowing, and I'm like, mm-hmm, girl, yes, you are. Uh huh. So the men in Roman times, those sandals. I also man, feel like mm. <laughs> women would have been treated better out of the three of those. Out yes, out of the three, of they those, would probably be treated a little better I in Roman times. So. I could go there, and then suddenly I would. Never mind. I'm not gonna make up my own storyline of like I would <laughs> then I would become like a goddess to everyone and they'd <laughs> be like oh. for Katie's here. Katie. <laughs> no. Oh, no. She's back. We built her the temple. <laughs> also the set of that one was just like, here's a bunch of pools and fountains. And I'm like, great. Who Sounds doesn't like... want a bunch of pools and fountains? <laughs> People who will heat water. Cats. <laughs> also, 70s stock photos. So oh. <laughs> the resolution's yeah. great of Rome. Yes. Like, here's a depiction of ancient Rome. Stock photo. Here's a depiction of a castle. Stock photo. They literally I love it when they put an old movie. a photo on the screen of a movie and they're like, here we are, live. <laughs> There's like no birds. No They don't movement. even like add music to make no, you it's think just you're like, there. Here. Here. A saloon. <laughs> like, wow. Guess we're in Westworld now. Uh, I guess we're, we're at the saloon. <laughs> Meanwhile, nothing's happening anywhere else. But back in Westworld. <laughs> I did think it was interesting that they... I thought it was really interesting that they played... That they showed us in the movie more about what was going on in medieval world than in Roman world, which mm-hmm. is probably why I feel most inclined to go to Roman world, because I'm like, I got nothing. Right, we, yeah. It's just a sexy time. Janet it's had a great life. It's just a real Janet. sensual time with <laughs> Janet. <laughs> feel inspired by Janet, I guess. Like, I don't know. I gotta do some research about what on earth was going on, and then I would know. Now, I'd do all this as if the, I'm actually gonna go to Roman world. Toward the as end of... The HBO show, they do hint that other parks also exist. Mm, mm. So you go through and you're like, oh man, Westworld, and you get deep into Westworld. And then a little bit later, you see in one of those same cage glass spaces, Mm -hmm. um, samurai outfit. Oh. Mm. And so you're just like, that's a cool one they haven't explored yet. Oh, yeah. And and so, um, again, 
it's one of the things that makes you say, why don't I have season two yeah. at the moment you drop season one? <gasps> why only, why, why not, is it HBO? Why not give Netflix? me, like we did in the 90s, 25 episodes a season? Those were comedies. Star Trek? That's different, Rob. <laughs> Star Trek was its own thing. It didn't have competition. Star <laughs> it could just gate. go. It could just go for like a whole year for one season. <laughs> also, budget, very different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Right>. Different budgets. <laughs> right. So, there was, there's so much Ugh, there's that so I want much. to see. And I'm very excited for, in a week from now, <laughs> when you guys hear this, uh, for season two. And I and so all the people who share my HBO login will. <laughs> if y'all want to use my HBO login, here it is. Just be in the show, box. Notes, guys. <laughs> Send donations to you. If everybody wanted to pay for your HBO, I guess that wouldn't be the worst. Your key would be I'm so pretty messy. sure I'd get a cease and desist from HBO. Probably. Why? If you had some like subscribers. So a hundred and fifty screens are simultaneously watching this right now. Yeah. I had a hard enough time watching girls at the same time that Lindsay Pruitt was because she would uh hey Pru Pru. She would like finish the episode before I would and then I would go to hit play on the episode and it would be like the last minute would play and I was like, No, 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 I don't wanna know how it ends. Yeah. That was rough. But I made it. Okay. I, I made it through. Good. <laughs> the end. So I'm interested, like, I, we can't ask Michael Crichton, unfortunately, but Rip. how much of this influenced Jurassic Park that he would write 30 years later? Mm-hmm. Because Jurassic Park didn't come out until... years Well, later? it didn't come out until the 90s. It was 1990. But it was a book first. That That's when the book came out. The movie didn't come out for, like, another eight years after that or something. Oh, my gosh. But the similarities the, of the There's parks, a park that you go to mm-hmm. where you can live a life you've never lived. Mm-hmm. See things you've never seen. And the doors are electronic. There's computer control And they figured centers. out computers. Mm-hmm. So computers exist in that world. You have a hacker. Um, I, I think that some of the things he learned from Westworld. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe even some of the things he learned from critique of, well, the park wouldn't operate this way. Right. Mm-hmm. Made him build a lot more realism into the park because the park is not the focus mm-hmm. of Westworld. Right. Um, it's the space that he's imagined this whole thing taking place in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the robots are the focus, so there's not a lot of act- the development of why are we there. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, you know why you're here. Right. You dirty old man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know why you're here. Yeah. Um, well, he literally said it's because he wants to explore like how you would interact in right. watching an old movie you saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not well. I would, <laughs> I would be just... I would yeah. become I sheriff. Wanna, I would want to go to Lord of the Rings Park. If I was going to go to a park that was, you know, based on a movie, it'd be that. <laughs> and I'd probably uh, never come home. It's a thing that you can do, I'm pretty sure. I'd be like a Don Knotts <laughs> character in any of his movies that didn't have comedy behind it, so it was just bumbling. Just <laughs> oh, no. bumbling character. Where they're, like, trying to have serious dialogue with me, the robot. You'd be the park mechanic, like, no! Uh, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. Everything's gonna, he's gonna take you out. He's always a step ahead of you. The mechanic is really depressing really depressing <laughs> and then dies yep so spoiler 
Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you're watching it and you see the mechanic, he's dead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Westworld. Westworld, Westworld. <laughs> Why isn't that the theme song? Uh, the theme songs in the HBO show. The, that was, that music that is was so fantastic. Good. I would listen to an entire playlist of... Just written just, for the Old West. Like, where they just take modern songs uh-huh. and just, like, put them on a player piano. Uh-huh. They it's keep amazing. that through the whole, through, the whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. man. It's excellent. I want to know, do they have someone who has to, like, go in at the end of each day and, like, put on a new music? Here it is. Actually, they do. Uh, there is a Spotify playlist nice. oh. of Westworld Season 1 music from the HBO series. Huh. Save. Download <laughs> that. They have a, a Sweetwater, Black Hole Sun, Paint It Black, This World, Online, No Surprises, Dr. Ford, A Forest, Reveries. Nice. There's like... There's a lot in there. Yeah. Um, speaking of... <laughs> Spotify music. House of the Rising Sun plays? Yes. <laughs> that one is so creepy. It's so good. Uh, um, Wendy's dropped a new mixtape. Okay. Called We Beefin. We Beefin. And is available on Spotify for streaming. Fascinating. I haven't listened to it yet. Well, we'll link to it so that everyone can. Uh, would you <laughs> like to listen to some of it now? Wow. No, it's okay. The first song, I think, is called Twitter Fingers. Oh, dear. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> I love all the stuff that, like, the Wendy's uh, social media people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if They're you follow great. them on Twitter, but mm-hmm. it is, like, magical how ridiculous they are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, so them and Moon Pie... Um, like, the people who run those two accounts are actually, yeah. like, know each other, so they uh, have a lot of, like, rapport going back and forth. Mm-hmm. But, um, th- them and Denny's and someone else. And <laughs> yeah. they have, like, hilarious they Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just do, like, silly things and talk to each other. Like, they decided to have a host a talk show, like, Wendy and Denny's, and, oh, like, no. had Moon Pie on as a guest. Uh-huh. And, like, they asked, like, KFC to join, but, like, they didn't show up or something. And, like, <laughs> they had, like, an entire Twitter feed of, like, this is, like, this fake show uh-huh. we're posting on TV. Yeah, it oh, was fantastic. Wow. I love it. Jack in the Box did some a series of things with Martha Stewart recently. Yeah. <laughs> of them, like, battling or something about Stuff a fish so sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was pretty... It. I think Snoop Dogg was around. Probably. Why? I like. I just. Oh, that's the guy. thing because uh, I think one of my coworkers used to work at um, Jack in the Box, and I'm pretty sure that like Snoop is their like celebrity endorser because of the demographic of people in California mm-hmm. who eat at yeah. said restaurants. Yeah. Which is fantastic. So yesterday. On our way to the concert, I stopped in at a gas station and, and was purchasing some things. And as I left, I was convinced that, like, Snoop Dogg is recording a undercover boss, but it's just him going into businesses <laughs> and getting <laughs> part-time jobs. Uh, because the cashier at this particular gas stop sounded like Snoop, looked like Snoop. 
and was one of the like most casual, coolest <laughs> cashiers. We was like, hey, yeah, you. And I got my things, and he's like, do you want anything else? We got those over there. And I was like actively <laughs> marketing me to other things in the uh, rest area. I'm just like, this is, you're really good at this. I think you're Snoop. I'm going to leave now and not tell anybody what I think. Because maybe I'm on TV. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I need to get I'm out of here. Sure. <laughs> they didn't ask me to sign a waiver, so I might not be. <laughs> but it was uncanny. It was yeah. It was very surprising. I'm also interested. He just released a gospel album. Oh. Should be interesting. Good. <laughs> just like thinking about that <laughs> i i bet it's great right and i also bet it doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> right i've hmm, heard yeah. sermons in my life where the, uh, snoop dogg music was referred to as of the world and the evil music that you should be avoiding like snoop dogg's music well and uh Aww, Snoopy. for him to now <laughs> be releasing a gospel album uh really gives a lie to everything that i grew up hearing from small town pastors yeah should be interesting this is we'll the moment this out. is it this is where i realize one of my favorite snoop dogg references is actually from uh the dudley do right movie yes <laughs> where like bullet holes are placed in like a barn or whatever that says like dd and they're like what does that mean who is it someone they're all guessing things like doris day snoop doggy dog <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> no, Dudley do right. He did this. <laughs> Obviously. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, so, Rob, the big yes. question. The big question about is. Westworld is how many Channing Tatums would you give this movie? Um, I would give it two pre-Tatum Channing Tatums. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For the dads. Because uh, Yul Brenner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, has the star power of a Channing Tatum before Channing Tatum. Yeah. Plus more star power than Channing Tatum presently has, I think. So Probably. two pre-Tatum Channing Tatums. One can only hope that Channing Tatum will eventually rise to the star power of Yul Brenner. <laughs> I mean, I um, hope he plays a robot. That sounds like a great. Thing. He'd be great. He'd be great as a, a robot. Oh, Maybe he'll be in season Westworld. two. <laughs> Woo, make my day so much. They go to Roman world, and there's Channing Tatum. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it four. Two for the dads. <laughs> two for the seniors, and two because this movie. It was very ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, so far yeah, ahead of its ridiculously. time. That I'm so glad that someone was like, You remember that weird movie from the seventies? <laughs> That's gonna make a bomb TV show <laughs> thirty-five years later. Such a good TV show. We're gonna get some big actors yes. in it. Yeah. Like huge Seriously though, Westworld has saved me because I've been sitting around like, what on earth am I gonna do when Game of Thrones ends like that's my big favorite TV show and that's and we all know that that we all knew from the beginning like this has an end date to when this TV show can continue and Westworld is another show that has a specific end date like they will only take it so far 
It's not a like, let's keep going for 20 seasons and see what happens. Like, I'm positive they have it written out pretty far to like know what's gonna happen. They have to, to have brought stuff in so early. Like, they have yeah, to. Yeah, I don't think it's doing. a lost kind of situation. No. <laughs> when they're like, oh, shoot, we keep making money. I guess we'll keep going. <laughs> Oops. The dead are still walking. Ah. <laughs> I can't with that show anymore. But, so it was what, it came out at the perfect time that everyone who loves Game of Thrones was able to latch on to some new, totally different And those who of, haven't yet. Yes. At the end of this Game of Thrones season. Yeah. By the time they're ready for another Game of Thrones season, they'll be able to jump into one, two, and three seasons existing yes. of Westworld. It'll be awesome. So it's really well-timed that they've got content where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, Westworld, that's really good. They have their binge, mm-hmm. they have their season, and they're in. At that point, they yeah. can't not be in if you you're three locked. seasons deep. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I don't know how people are like, I stopped watching Game of Thrones at season four, and I'm like, you did? I mean, I understand to an extent, but I'm also like, how did you not need to keep knowing what I on earth they were doing? I missed a party and never went back. <laughs> I just stopped. <laughs> I'm like, how did you stop? How did you do that? They forgot I exist. <laughs> oh, no. My dad lost his cable. No, the timing, the timing of Westworld's production has been really perfect for that network, and I'm like yeah, pretty happy for HBO right now. Yeah, Like, you guys are doing real, real good. Uh, yeah. How many Channing Tatum's do you give Westworld? Um, I give the show 12. I give the movie 4. <laughs> I'm gonna give it, like, 5. Because, like you said, like, it's so far out of its time. Oh and it was gosh. doing crazy things. Like, he literally didn't know how to do the pixelation mm-hmm. and went to NASA for help. <laughs> Like, the Jet Propulsion Lab, like, the people who put <laughs> Curiosity on Mars. Like, yeah. he went to yes. them. Like, and they were like, oh, yeah, we know how to do that. It'll cost you $200,000. He was like, no thanks. I'll get someone else to help me do it for but, two minutes of film. But thank but, like, you. <laughs> but they no told him what else, he needed. Yeah, like, no one else even understood what he was talking about. Because, like, that wasn't how special, special effects were like, done I need with, robot with like, film. They weren't done with computers. Yeah. yeah. So, like, crazy stuff happened in this movie. Yeah. That with the combo of all of the practical effects. Like, it, yeah. it played very nicely together. Sometimes those two don't work well. Yeah. But this worked fine. Yeah. It Just was fine. fascinating. <laughs> And Yul Brenner was great, so uh, he was so scary. He, like, was a whole extra Tatum for that yeah. performance. Yeah. So excellent, and the fact that it just like this one movie has provided like the fodder for who knows how many seasons of that show. Like, yeah. right. And that's and the thing of like with Michael Crichton, idea. like his brain. Sometimes I'm like, where? Right. He's a fascinating person. He was a medical doctor, and then became a writer later. And that's why, like... And then got into paleontology. And, like, and then wrote science. fan fictions about paleontology. Like, <laughs> yeah, all of his stuff is about, like, but what if things go wrong? Like, uh, <laughs> You're like, uh, we weren't worried about things going wrong this until now. really uncomfortably close to real life. You might also, nervous, but... <laughs> uh, the artificial intelligence used in the 70s film is right on par with the development of artificial intelligence. We didn't even have computers, except at, like, two universities at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, we had the one computer that they tried to use to find the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. (laughs) 
didn't work. That's out, what computers were. That's what they were. We're like, well, we'll punch in some numbers and see if it will see if it goes. Yeah, like a madman. But he's he had <laughs> yeah. the idea of computers writing in extra code to make sure that we were keeping up with the demand. Yeah. They literally they also had a reference to like it's almost like a disease, and yes. it was like. In 1973, like computer viruses weren't a thing yet. Right. But like, but we knew he that it put could that happen. into yeah. He put that like he took that little bit and was like, okay, let me write a whole story about, about a computer virus. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. Westworld is really just a whole show about a computer virus. <laughs> oh it my is. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is the series. Oh, that's so good. Fascinating. That's so, so, so fascinating. Watch it. Like Smart House. Don't not watch it. <laughs> we watch have it. Smart House because of Westworld. Actually, we have Smart House because of um, another science fiction writer. That story, that move, that Disney movie is based off of a short story by Ray Bradbury oh. and was directed by uh, the guy from Star Trek slash Gene Roddenberry. No. Um, the other one. Reading Rainbow. Oh, the barber. Oh. Yeah, he directed that movie. Nice. Oh, and it has Katie Seagal in it. Like, what is this movie? Like, <laughs> my house is wicked. <laughs> <laughs> like, other Disney movies are like, but what if, you know, like, a but girl plays if? sports? And they're like, let's <laughs> go. What if? What if a girl plays sports? <laughs> Home is against you. Bradbury short story. It's a whole different direction. <laughs> what if a dog could play basketball? Exactly. What if the new kid has surfing skills? <laughs> yeah. What if you had a cartoon conscience and read you Bible verses? <laughs> That's a real show we watched growing up. That was a Disney show. Though. See, yeah, for a nope. second I was like, Oh, Lizzie McGuire left her and left her <laughs> turn into McGee and me. Now, there's a comparison. Oh, that man. somebody needs to do the research on is was Lizzie McGuire inspired by McGee and me? I always thought that, but I had watched McGee and me before Lizzie McGuire. It, it was came made first. before. I have never seen it, so I do not know. McGee and me? Yeah. We'll talk about it off air. <laughs> Pretty serious. Uh, it inspired me to start wearing baseball caps backwards as an adult. I put it on. I put on a baseball cap backwards and was like, "I look so cool, like that bully who skateboarded." <laughs> McGee and me is like, oh no, Wishbone. If Wishbone wasn't a dog, and instead of life lessons and literature, you just got Bible. Mm. The Bible and like the conscience of an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> It was pretty rough. <laughs> it was, I with a lot of... Also a lot of skateboard references. I mean, it um, was the 80s when it was made. Yeah. It was assuming. like a Christian yeah. after school special. Yeah. So we we watched a lot of that. Um, you don't need to watch it as the audience. <laughs> we'll link You can just think, think about like Lizzie McGuire and Wishbone and then throw the church on it and you're going to... You have... Exactly what You'll it is. You'll find it. <laughs> you don't need any more imagination than that. Oh, that reminds me of this book series my grandma bought us when we were little. It was a mashup between Bible stories and mm-hmm. Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Where a little girl would travel through yes. a mirror to Bible times. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. I saw There's a whole bunch an episode of, them. of that. Well, I don't know if it was a show. We had books. It may or may not have been on TV. No, I'm thinking I'm of sure. that Alice in Wonderland where she goes through the mirror. There is Alice There's in the Glass. Yeah. yeah. But it's that same concept, but like, but what if I see this Bible story? Which... I have some I have some VHSs of some <laughs> Christian after school specials. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Oh, I found a lot of McGee and me stuff online on YouTube. Beauty in the Least. Mm. Is the name oh, of the episode? Oh no. Yeah. Twister and Shout was my personal favorite. Twister and Shout. That was scary. It was really scary. It was about like a thunderstorm and being oh. afraid. A but tornado no, actually like, happens. A, yes, a tornado happens and like... Windows get blown out. Whoa. It's really scary. That's intense. <laughs> uh, which is a lot for a kid's show. Especially when you're living in the Midwest. I don't know. We like like watched Twister every year as a kid, so I would I have been Twister. immune to that. Uh, <laughs> that would have to be a storm chaser. There's a song year. that plays that's sort of encouraging as they're cleaning up after the tornado has come oh, through. Yeah. Where everybody's okay because they, they did the things, but they're rebuilding the house and there's like this montage with like... A guitar, like, I'll be there for you. Like, one of those kind of songs. <laughs> With the Friends game. theme song play. <laughs> I'll be there for you. I mean, it was that, it was that, it wasn't yeah. that exact theme song. <laughs> That's all I can But it had that musical styling. That's funny. <laughs> Again, you don't I'm need done. to watch it. <laughs> Please <you> can. don't. <laughs> we'll link to uh, it. Uh, link to Twister and Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob. So if people want to find out more about you or hear more of your voice, where can they find you online? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Rob Thomas with two B's, R-O-B-B-T-H-O-M-A-S. I don't post much. I don't post much. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about uh, it. <laughs> I'll be presenting the Columbus Podcast Festival <laughs> this May. Uh, so you'll see me there every day. <laughs> Tickets to be on sale probably by the time this podcast is out. Um, and I've also got, you know, podcasts and episodes around. You'll you'll hear more of me, I'm sure. Also, awesome. the Anastasia episode of this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You also can learn that. a little bit about the Romanovs. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> a brief history of the Romanovs. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. Yes. Hey, everyone. We're back to Sexy Time with Katie. <laughs> Part of the show where I grab the mic and I talk like this, and I haven't figured out why, but it's the new thing. <laughs> Welcome to 2018. New year, new me. Uh, if you've found any of this remotely tantalizing, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ViewingPartyPod. Also, check out ViewingPartyPod.com, where Wesley leaves the greatest show notes. I didn't realize how great they were until recently, and now I look at the show notes for my own show, and I explore them, and I'm like, oh, cool, wow, a link to the thing that she talked about that I never saw. Uh, it's really great. Lots and lots of cool content there. Um, if you want to hear more about me or from me, you can check out my other podcast, Columbus Cares, with Katie Thomas and Travis Kendall, where we tell the stories of Columbus nonprofits. You can also check us out. Uh, we will be at the Columbus Podcast Festival in Columbus, Ohio, at the Short North Stage this May 10th through the 13th. By the time this airs, tickets should be on sale. You can go to the Columbus Podcast Festival dot. Come. You can also check us out on Facebook at the Columbus Podcast Festival. Also check out all our other cool lady friends uh, with the hashtag LadyPodSquad. There's a lot of, do you know about any cool updates from anybody that's happening right now? 
Amanda's Picture Show, A Go-Go, will also be at the Columbus oh, Podcast nice. Festival. Super stoked about that. So you, you can check Rob. out. You can hear Rob on that one a couple times. Yeah. Rob shows up on a few episodes, and I'm on a couple episodes. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, is there anything else? Do we have anything else to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> is that it? I don't it? think so. I think that's good. Well, awesome. Sweet. You guys can tune in next week when we watch something else to talk about something different. Until then, this has been Viewing Party. Oh, my God. It just, like, when I moved it, it, like, flipped in a fun way. And I was like, oh, is that supposed to do that? Yeah, probably. It's uh, supposed to do that. Well, you can tight, we can tighten it. Yeah. No, we don't. Is that the noise? <laughs> well, I'll tighten it while I'm holding it because I think that's going to be better for it in the long run. <laughs>